in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. I'm probably not remotely doing it justice, but the the hmm. reigning, reigning demon babies was was enough when I read that. I was like, okay, interesting. I mean, that should have technically been the name of the the game itself. Yeah, why not? <laughs> reigning demon baby. When we go, demon I'll baby. Buy that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the all-new Nerd OD podcast. Hi, Reg. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New Year means new start, Reg. So I figured we could completely, totally uh, change up how the Nerd OD podcast works. And, you know, what, what, what better time than now to, to do something new? You know, well, maybe attract some new people, get some more listeners, get, a, you know, maybe get to double figures. <laughs> I mean, dreams, right? Yeah. Like, it, if it was my turn to intro, true. I was going to say Happy New Year, same old, Happy New, Happy Old podcast. Yes. So you've gone the exact. No, no, because what I figured, right? I, I think new the new way the podcast works, right? I think we we start like this. Yep, great. Then maybe we have a chat about just random stuff for between five and and thirty minutes, um, and then we kind of talk about news and stuff like you know relevant stuff to to nerd people like ourselves um and then we finish up the podcast after about an hour or so uh, I, I wish you would have told me in advance so i could have planned something because this all sounds completely new yeah and totally it's, it's gonna throw me a little bit if i'm honest i figure new year's resolution let's just have a new podcast i like it mm. i like it indeed yeah. and then we what we could do is we could also have um like a talking episode after it you know the way they do like the talking dead and like talks oh, and stuff can you like, imagine we, we and it could we could do that nerd o deed talking nod yeah so talking nod oh the talking nod new podcast the talking nod there we go okay That's cool it. can we get chris hardwick to present it or is he still problematic i think he might be problematic <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> oh, only just. Only just. Yeah. Well, if you, in case you can't tell, we're being incredibly sarcastic. Um, why break? Why, why change something that don't need fixing? Um, we've been doing it for are we about six or seven years now, in one form or another, and I don't think we've had to change anything. So let's keep it going. Indeed, that's why I like exactly. it. Exactly. But seeing as yeah. it has been. Uh, the Christmas period and the yeah, happy New two and a half ish weeks. What did you get up to? And more importantly, what did you get for Christmas? Because I've not um, spoken to you since before Christmas properly. I got a light up yo yo and a Pringles jigsaw. Ah, a, li- a light up yo yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, a Pringles jigsaw. Like I like the, the Pringles jigsaw. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. What what enticed you to get a light up yo yo? Uh, enticed me. Well, obviously, you, you must have mentioned me. something to no, them. No, make people go, oh, no. yeah. It was that 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 was literally those two things were two of the many many um, items that were in my stocking, and stocking is just for random things in Poundland and the like. So right. that was it's just they're the two things that sat next to me by my bed, 
Um, what did I get? I got um, two fake Lego sets that are amazing. Um, that are like, you, do you know, you know the um, the place in Kyoto that I ever. In fact, the photo, you know, the photo, the 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 print, the canvas that I got you, the the red gates. Yes. Yeah, that place. It's that sort of in Lego, but Lego, fake Lego. Um, and it's amazing, apart from the fact that there's these two cherry blossom trees that each have about 180 leaves on them with each one's got about seven little uh, cherry blossom petals and you've got to build each of those and put them in the right place. And because it's fake Lego, the instructions are terrible. So well, if I had hair, I would no longer have any. Out of all of this, mm. Have you yet recreated Shemra? Um, Having a Lego Blossom Tree, I don't have, surely. but I don't have a Lego uh, Rio Hazuki, unfortunately. <sighs> dun, 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 I know, I you know. And I your know. creative, amazing abilities. Yep. Well, we'll get there. You've not been asked to do it. <laughs> no, not yet. I did put um, when we went to the Lego house in Billund. Um, we didn't. I, I was going to say steal, but we liberated two lego figures from one of the areas there was just a like huge trough full of lego bodies and heads and all sorts of things um and you're supposed to make your own your your you know a little character and you put it in this little box and scan your wristband and it takes a photo and it makes a magazine cover of your character and stuff um and we were like let's just carry these around the rest of the museum so we can get more photographs and then forgot to take them out of our pocket at the end so we have a little Lego shell and a little Lego Dan, basically, and the minifigures. Um, Can you imagine if, because we've tagged the Lego house <laughs> on certain things yeah. on the uh, on the socials, if they're like, oh, we like these, well, listen to yeah. the pod, and they're like, we know where you live. It's fine. They, they only speak Danish, so don't worry. Right, okay. Um, but anywho, yeah, so we have those. So I put them at the top of the stairs um, underneath one of the gates um, with a, a all ring, because that's where I proposed to shell. So, um, spoiler. Um, Isn't that the cutest yeah. thing in the world? Well, you know. Um, what else did I get? Uh, I got th- from three different people. I got three Lego Mario sets, and three actually got three different sets, which is great because the the odds were looking pretty slim of getting different ones from people. Yeah, but <laughs> that worked out well. So, yeah. Um, and just lots of other awesome stuff. I got like twelve new sumsums. So I got all sorts. Yeah. Oh, I got the um off my brother actually. I got the little Nintendo handheld Mario thing, Game and Watch. And that is awesome. That is really, really awesome. I had it pre ordered when, when it got announced. Um but yeah, it's it's like it's like when Kickstarters happen. I hate putting money down on things. I'm waiting months to get them, if not years, <laughs> you know, as in some cases. So pre-ordering stuff just really hurts. Fortunately, I had a voucher. So I was like, I had a £50 Amazon voucher for my birthday, and I pre-ordered the um, the the thingy, the Game & Watch. And as it got closer to the date, it was just like, I've sort of calmed down on it a bit now, and I'm not all like, I need to get it, I need to get it. And everywhere's got it, and everywhere's got a bit cheap. But you know what? I'm going to leave it, and I cancelled it, um, and which is good news because my brother bought him for me um yeah so that's fun uh, i've been playing on that a little bit which is good it's got a, a a good a good quality version of mario on it oh and i got 
the greatest thing ever, which is only amazing because it's so bad. And Shell doesn't mind me saying it because she's the one who got it, got it me. But she got me this little fake Game Boy filled with like 201 games. So it, it looks exactly like an old Game Boy, mm. uh, just made out of the cheapest materials ever. It feels really cheap and flimsy plastic. And it's got just the worst screen I've seen, even worse than the original Game Boy, um, although it's got some colour to it. Um, and it's got, it's just, it's got some amazing games on it. It's got, it's got all the classics you expect. You've got like Tetris and Mario and like Contra and stuff like that. It's all Game Boy versions of the games. But then to get to like the 201 games, I think it might even be 501, I can't remember. But to get to that number, there's also hundreds of really bad random games you've never heard of that probably were never released on the Game Boy. Um, there's a game called Teletubbies, and all it is is the original Mario, you know, the the one where you got the one screen, and you, you know, mm. that, but with uh, Dipsy instead of Mario. Nice. There's a, there's a, it's got Angry Birds on it, but when you load up Angry Birds, uh, the game loads, and it's actually called Anger Bird, and it's basically, again, Mario, but the proper Mario with a little bird character that jumps around the screen. Um, <laughs> there is... There's something else like a, I can't remember what it was. It was like an ET game, but it's basically Dig Dug or something like that. It's just so so oh, bad. Wow. But it's just going. I mean, I probably only scratched the surface on it. Um, uh, next time I see you, when we actually get to meet properly, I'll show you it, and it's 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 absolutely fantastic. I look forward to seeing that next year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when you'll get the uh, thousand of one because there's been a new release. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, and I've also got fifty pounds of Amazon money burning a hole in my pocket, waiting for for like to to not have a game to play, and then I'll probably get Tony Hawk's because I'm still dying to play that. <laughs> you reckon if you wait like another couple of weeks, it'll probably go down in itself to about twenty quid, won't it? So well, it it did before black friday and now it's gone back up and that's why i'm sort of hanging on but uh we'll see nice mm-hmm. well that's the um the thing so obviously uh, on last time we recorded a pod i was mm. really happy because i was like i could talk about a brand new game because i've been playing cyberpunk oh yeah um, have so you still been playing it i got so i messaged mike over the break uh, the lad I work with, who I know was getting it, mm. um, and I was going on. Um, he was defending it to the hilt, despite all the bugs and everything. Just going like, yeah. "It's going to be amazing. It's going to be this. It's going to be that." Mm-hmm. Like, well, I've heard you can complete it in like you know thirty odd hours, like yeah. forty at a push, but most people are doing it in twenty. So yeah, I heard twenty. You no, know, it, it's it's not the longest of games. And he was like, "No, it is. It, is, it really is." I was like, it, it, "Okay, like you've not even played. It's not out yet, so you don't have to like." defend it that bad mm. um, but because he was just so looking forward to it like he was so besotted with the idea it's going to be like the biggest amazing game ever he was like you played The Witcher 3 you know how long their games are and I was like alright like, calm it yeah so, but the, that's The Witcher 3's how, like 7 years old 6 years old something like that at least now and it's yeah. had how many expansions to it and how many updates and stuff Yeah, when it first came out how, how long was it it was still like a, a 60 to 100 hour game. Oh, okay. The base game itself. The expansions had like another 30 odd hours into it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, 
so I was like, yeah. And then, I, like you said, I started playing it. And then all of a sudden, about 12 hours, it clocked on. Um, and the intro happened. And I was like, oh, shit. I've actually just seen the opening credits. <laughs> so I messaged him going, I think it could be a little bit longer than 20 because I've just got the opening credits at 12 hours. And he was like, nice. Um, and then Christmas happened. So for Christmas, um, Oliver got Ash. Um, I think Oliver got Ash. I know Oliver got Ash the um, the Super Mario collection, okay. um, the the All Stars like three D All Stars one, um, and I got Ash Luigi's Mansion three um, to play. Nice. So I was like, you know what, you've got two like so four Switch games to keep you really occupied, so mm. I can then play on Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is where this is going, and I was like, you know, thought really thoughtful there. Um, and then she she put on Super Mario sixty four, and like in my defense, if you ever listen to any of the SideQuest Activate pods, you'll know I think Super Mario sixty four is an overrated piece of shit. Okay, like, I don't like the control system, mm-hmm. hate the camera, and think it's massively overrated. Um, loved loved Super Mario Sunshine. I thought that was great. Yeah, Sunshine and Galaxy. There's a there's a certain point where I don't it like before all the N64 stuff. I feel like it's kind of inaccessible in a way. If you played it at the time, it's like people rave about Goldeneye, but you try and play it now, and it's it's not roast into glasses. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a certain there's a certain point where stuff I think could quite easily be released today, and it would it would get the same reception. Games sort of took this this leap and i think that was probably around the gamecube so sunshine absolutely looks looked good uh plays great but 64 i i agree i mean I've, i never played it on the 60 and 64 maybe briefly but i played it on the ds and stuff and it's it's fine but it yeah it's not it's not great it's not my that was thing like when i uh, if you listen to the we did a side quest activated episode mm. called roast into glasses. glasses yeah um where we talk about this, and I remember getting the 64 for Christmas, um, and I got it with Super Mario 64 and Killer Instinct Gold. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, ho, ho. and I remember my mates had the PlayStation and they had Pandemonium, Crash Bandicoot, and like uh, Gran Turismo. And then I remember playing Super Mario 64 going like, uh, well, this is all I've got, so I'm going to like just you know keep at it. Um, and I just remember hated the swim patrols, just hated the fucking map design, everything about it I was just not a fan of. Mm. Um, and then I was like, no, I will, I will get through it, get through it. And I, I completed it. And I can, you know, I, I, I powered through it all because, you know, those are the days where, you know, your mum was buying, or Santa was buying you a game. Um, and they were 70 quid at a pop, so I wasn't old enough to buy my own, so I had to wait, you know, to, to get another game for like six months to a year. So I was like had to just keep going through Super Mario 64 as much as I didn't want to. That was mm. my thing. And then I'd go around and watch them on the PlayStation and be like, ah, oh, I picked the wrong choice of console. Because when you've got the choice of, do you want a 32-bit console or a 64-bit console? Well, I'm like, why would I want something that's got half the power of the 64-bit version? I'm well going for the 64-bit version and then obviously messed up massively. Um, but she's playing Super Mario Galaxy. She 
decided not to do Sunshine and to go for Galaxy because that was the ones on the adverts and stuff and it yeah. looked pretty cool. So she's like, I'm going to stick with Galaxy. So she started playing Galaxy. Really enjoyed it. Um, and then we had it was New Year's Eve. In fact, New Year's Eve um, happened and she was like, I think I might try Luigi's Mansion. I was like, right, okay. Um, and then you get to a bit where it becomes co-op. All right. So, like, oh, yeah, because you have you and you have Ghost Luigi, right? Yeah, you have like Gu- Guigi. Guigi, yeah. Um, he's called. And <clears throat> so Ash was, was loving it anyway. She was really good. And then she was like, this thing popped up. And I was like, oh, yeah, because you can do two player with, with this one. And she was like, all right. And then there goes the idea of cyberpunk. So <laughs> Mike, when I was chatting to him before, was like, oh, yeah, I completed it. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I completed cyberpunk over the break. And he was like, I haven't got kids. We were locked down. There was nothing I could do. So, like, I've completed Cyberpunk, completed Assassin's Creed Valhalla, three quarters away, three Watchdog Legions, um, and completed Miles Morales. And I was like, fucking hell. It was literally a 10-day break. And I was like, you've got most of them on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like... And he has, a, he has a partner. Yeah, he's got a wife. Right. And the, so... He won't mind me saying this because uh, if he does listen on the odd chance, um, the idea is awesome, <laughs> but it's it's the most like ingenious, but at the same time, quite sad approach of it is they they've both got a 40, 48 inch TV or a forty two inch TV, one of them in the living room, one above yeah. the other. One of them's got the PS four hooked up, one's got the PS five hooked up, um, and they just sit there playing. Uh, opposite games every single night and then occasionally we'll plug in a headset to talk to each other when they're playing the same game well these two tvs are in the living in the same room yeah so they're literally one above each other but he got himself the um i don't think i think it might be the samsung um tv no the one it's a frame oh yeah 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 he, he bought himself that um so it's like right so, so fair enough um, and that's that's all they've been doing over the, the Christmas break is just literally just smashing through as many games as they can and I was like wow and he was like how far are you through Cyberpunk and I was like remember when I texted you saying I've seen the credits and he's like yeah it's like I'm that far and he's like oh he's like but I have been playing Luigi's Mansion 3 and that game is awesome he's like I loved the original Luigi's Mansion but the GameCube was one of those consoles I could never stick with. Mm. Like I, I think we've already talked about this. I had some like four or five different GameCubes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I don't you really buy need it. Trade it, it in, buy it. buy it, trade it in. Yeah, and kept yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, it's fun. But doing it, I think, with Ash as well is just that little bit more enjoyable because it's not a Lego game. So I'm like, oh, it's a co-op game we can play together that's not Lego. This is awesome. Let's, let's play this. Um, and some of the Easter eggs and the comedy moments in it are amazing. Um, like we've just done the cinema level because uh, it's all based in a hotel, uh, number three. Mm-hmm. Um, and the eighth floor is like the film world. So you go into it and it's like all set up like film sets, nice. like all around it. But you go through all like this corridor. It's got all the posters coming up soon, um, and it's all old Nintendo games. And like the next level, I think it is, or a new level, the people that make it. Um, it's like their their previous games as well. So you'll see like Super Punch Out. So it'll be a picture mm. of um, Mac, little Mac, and it's like the silhouette of him and his boxing glove. Um, and you can 
shoot the boxy glove with a plunger um, and you get his actual boxy glove comes out of the post and you can use it to unlock certain things around the level. Um, but then there's like the Super Smash poster, which just looks awesome. And it's just like loads of little mini Easter eggs that go through and the emboss is a Godzilla fight, um, which oh. is just amazing because they take the piss out of the old Japanese Godzilla. Yeah. Where it's the the rubber Godzilla, you know, the actual proper puppet Godzilla said the CGI one. Mm-hmm. So it's got the top half of him and the bottom half of just like a ghost tail sticking out of it. But he's just like <laughs> trying to walk through and stuff. And it's it's so incredibly well done that I'm just like, ah, uh, it's Monday. I know we should be partying, but I really want to play Luigi's <laughs> Mansion 3. <laughs> so, yeah, we're having lots of fun with that. And the co-op works really well because I was like, yeah. I'd, after playing one, I'd, I didn't know how it was going to pan out. If it was just going to be annoying, you're both trying to chase the same ghost and mm. what's going down. But the way they use him is he can, like, Guiji can go through grates and, like, hit certain places that the normal Luigi can't do. Um, and it's very clever the way they do it because he can't touch fire, water, or certain things. He'll melt because he's obviously goo. Right. Um, so it's it's very, very clever, some of the puzzles that you have to do with it. Um and most importantly, they've kept the Mario button, which I know they got rid of in number two, didn't they? <laughs> Running around going, Mario! Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, <laughs> we, we, were, we were playing it, um, and I said to Ash, I was like, I remember when I when I had the original one, I used to do like either level by level or life by life with Dave on Luigi's Mansion. Um, and eventually he stopped playing it with me because as I was running around, I was just going, Mario! Mm-hmm. Mario! And he'd be like, just, just please stop that and when i say i just kept running around doing it it was literally just finger on the button as i was running around doing stuff so he was constantly going mario mario like every two seconds um and i laughed at it and then i accidentally uh, you get a virtual boo as like a uh, like a virtual boy but they call right. it a virtual boo as a communication mm-hmm. device for it and i thought he said press up or down on the d-pad in order to to bring up this virtual boo Mm. So I pressed down on the D-pad, and he went, Mario. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh. So now every two minutes, I'm like, I wonder what it's like in the spit. Mario. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and I can tell it would be any sort of minute now when I just get like a slap around the head or <laughs> something. It's like, please, for the love of God, stop mm. doing the Mario. I I loved the first one. And I think what I really liked, I mean, in comparison to, to the second, and by the sounds of it, a little bit less on the third one, but the original Luigi Mansion, it was just a house, and as you went through the game, you sort of you'd unlock more doors and you'd get to explore more of the house, right? Mm-hmm. The second one is like level based. It's quite. I still love the gameplay. It works exactly the same, and it's fun. And you know, and they've really sort of upped the, you know the all the, the actual little things that you find as you're going around and you've got this different type of torch now and stuff and mm. you can add add more to your Poltergust 5000 and stuff. Um, but the I think it's because it's a handheld game. I think they've thought, oh, let's give it a bit more sort of levels like yeah. set up. So there's five um, different houses and each one you've got to go into about six times so you wrote you, oh, right. you re, you're redoing loads of the same bits like the first first level you you get in you get to see the front garden then um then the the, the entrance hallway and the garage the kitchen and then um a hallway 
and then a big one main room. And then once you've got a thing, Professor Egad comes on your little on your game boo and uh, and goes, "Oh, come back to the uh, come back to, to to my office and we'll talk about what you've just found." And he takes you back back to the start. And he goes, "Oh, right, okay, go back now. Now you need to get to this room." So you have to go through that all again to get to the next room. And each one's got like, you know, oh, you get one star or two stars or three stars on this level. So if you want to you wanna get everything you need to make sure you get three stars on each level, so you've got to redo uh, them. Not one of them. And then as, as you sort of get to the last part of the first um, the, the first house, so you're on the last level of it, it goes, oh, by the way, every level has also got a hidden ghost. So once now you've got this torch, shine it around places. You'll eventually find a ghost that, you didn't, that wasn't there before. If you suck him up, then if you get all five of these on every one of the levels, then you get an extra part where you can go out around the house again and collect all these things in a certain amount of time. It just, I, it, again, it's great, but it's getting really boring just retreading the old ground again. And I was really yeah. disappointed that it, that's, it's not like the first one yeah. uh, in that respect. From what I saw of the third one, because I played it at one of the, I think it was a Hyper Japan actually. I had a good play of it. It seems a lot more like, right, here's your house. As you go, you'll you'll get access to more, but you don't have to keep redoing things. Yeah, we've we've only ever travelled to the same floor once, mm. um, in it, and that's because it doesn't spoil anything. But basically, you you're going through this this um, hotel trying to find elevator buttons. To right. get the elevator to get to the top floor because someone stole all the elevator buttons, so you can't get to the top floor and there's no right. stairs. Okay. Way up. Um, so every boss has a button. Okay, and that gets you up further. Yeah, and that gets you up to the to the next floor. Um, and some ghost just goes like, nope, and just goes down to the floor below once you defeat it. So you've got right. to go back to the the floor below. Okay. But it's like a two second trip. Like yeah. no nothing reappears or anything. It's just a case of you yeah. go there. And he's like, uh-oh, you found me. But and it's okay it's... going back to, to sort of go, oh, let me just try and uncover a few more extra hidden things that I might have missed here or get that that chest that I couldn't get to because I didn't have this attachment to my, my weapon. But, mm. you know, having to redo them as the yeah, same level again, just to get further through shocking. level, really, really frustrating. Yeah, the, the, uh, this one is nothing, not, uh, it was up, nothing like that at all and it's just it's really really good fun um and i've come across like there's so many nice little hidden like i said these strikes a lot of touches to it yeah like we just done a sewer bit and there's a, a floating balloon just by itself um at the bottom of the sewer and then the little paper boat just comes past you <laughs> you know and i was like oh that's a nice hit reference i like that one and um, we've had the ghostbusters one when you're um you're in the dining room and you can um get the uh, it's like a buffet hall, banquet hall, and you can suck up the um, oh, what's it called, table cover, uh, and all the plates and everything to stay on it. And he's just looking at it dead yet, and he's like, "Huh." And it's the same the, the scene from Ghostbusters, you know, when they go into the banquet yeah. hall and oh. you do it, and the awesome. everything stays on the scene. So they've Brilliant. got nice little touches like that. The weird mm-hmm. one so far is I've not seen a shining reference, despite being based in. A hotel. In a hotel. We've done other weird Give like horror films and stuff. Give it time. There'll definitely be one, but I've not yeah. seen one of them yet. You'll but. be you'll be walking through a floor and suddenly the carpet will appear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll be like, yeah, right, it's coming now. <laughs> mm. so I've I've moved on to a a game. I got um I, I really really want a good RPG to get stuck into. 
And I've been trying to work out what to do. I've got Persona 4 sat on my Vita that has been calling my name for a long time. Mm. Um, but then I saw a, an offer came up on a load of um, Atlas publishing games on the Nintendo store. Um, have you heard a game called Radiant Historia? Radiant Historia. Radiant Historia. Oh, right. I, I I know of it. I haven't mm. I haven't seen much of it. No, fair enough. Well, that's that's what I've got into. It was a it was a game that was out on the original DS, like 2011, mm. something like that, and then it got revamped and re-released on the 3DS. Um, and it was it was going pretty cheap. And I had I had a watch of some reviews. Um, I was like, this could be my next golden son. This is what all I all I've ever wanted is either <laughs> something else to just capture that. The, the fun and thrill I had playing and I play I have every single time that I play those games through of the uh, of the Golden Sun games or for them to flip and release Skies of Arcadia on a modern system something I can play it on those yeah. two those two are the only RPGs proper RPGs that I've ever been absolutely just addicted to like JRPGs I should say mm. so I'm not that far into this about maybe an hour and a half two hours um and it's it's good so far i will i'll let you know the further i get through it but this could be it reg this could be it i mean especially now the royale edition has come out persona 5 if you can get even just just the bog standard persona 5 i almost don't want want one of these on on a playstation i i want I, i i like I like these sort of games handheld, right? Okay. Because I have far more time to play these games on a handheld than I do, uh, you know, hogging the TV. Although saying that, Shell is back in work from tomorrow. Well, say from in work at home, um, so maybe I will have the time. But since you've been talking about the um, the Witcher and Cyberpunk before, I've I've got sitting here open on some tabs on Google Chrome. I've got. Witcher 3 Game of the Year edition on, on Amazon for £16. I'm like, that, that that does sound like that might be worthy of my time and my voucher. Um, so, Go funny on. story, because we're probably not <laughs> going to see him for another good year and a half. I still got Martin's uh, Witcher 3 Game right. of the Year edition. <laughs> if you'd like to borrow it, and then you can give it him back instead of me giving it back, then... That that's absolutely fine. I kept aside all the games that were mine when I sold the PS4. All right, um, okay, fair enough. So I've got his Witcher three and his um, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Oh well, it's fair enough. You I bought something that for Christmas. Um, yeah, so I've got yes, him. Yeah. I've got him there. Well, he completed it, didn't he? And then he, this was in fact, no, this is the first one, isn't it? Because I got the maps and stuff with it. Yeah. So yeah, it's that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it was the um, the box little box set. Yes. Yeah, so I never got a chance to to play them and I was like I just really want to play it and he's like it's good but it's short and he's like but it is really good and I was like well yeah if you want mine then and he's like I'll oh, take the Witcher 3 because it's really not like I don't have time for that no and I was like oh okay um, so Jeff feel free to to instead of buying it just use that and borrow it I've had it for like a year and a half nearly two years fair enough um, and I keep saying do you want yeah, to buy it he's like just keep it but then the question, then the question is, how do I get to you uh, and not have to pay a five hundred pound fine to the Welsh council or whatever? Oh, um, <laughs> give me your address and I'll post it. 
Oh, it's not worth that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's, it's not worth the stamp I've got in my pocket, but it's worth 17 quid for you to buy on Amazon. <laughs> Maybe. Well, see, this was my next thing. It's £12 in CEX, I don't know, or it's £7.50 for the non-Game um, of the Year edition on the PlayStation Store. I think if you're going to do that, though, right? If I'm going to get it and I'm going to enjoy it, I'm going to then go and buy all the DLC. Well, my so point was, to have it. if if you're going to go for a game that you're going to be playing on your PS4, yeah, buy Persona 5 for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, but it's not £7.50, Reg. I'm pretty sure if you go on eBay, you can find a bog-standard Persona 5, not the Royal Edition. Maybe, maybe. Persona 5. In fact, even on... Um, is it, I'm sure it was on a... Um, in fact, you know what, mate? You can have my login now to the PlayStation. I don't have it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I have got it from when it went on PlayStation Plus or something at some point. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I was going to say it's... All right. Let me have know, a think it, about it. It's by far the best RPG on the PlayStation. Right. It is phenomenally good. Okay. Like, the, the first... Half hour might be a bit awkward if Shell's watching you play it because it's about some teacher who really likes like the kids, right? Um, but after that, honestly, it's been it was one of the, the best games I've played, and the soundtrack stays in your head, yeah. I can um, and so much so that the the latest um article on IGN popped up before saying finally, after like so many fans have demanded it all Persona soundtracks are officially going to be released on Spotify tomorrow. <laughs> um, so Fair enough. Good timing. Always be able to go and listen to them once you get them stuck in your head. Mm. But yes, you can. You can buy Persona 5 for £6. It's the lowest price. Okay. So if you'd like it, definitely purchase it. Because if you want a JRPG, you're not going to find a better one. No, like, no, fair like, enough. Witcher 3 is great. It is really good. But if you want something you can just sink your teeth into and just adore, especially with your sort of outlook, Persona 5, it's as Japanese as they come. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. I can't, can't sing its praises enough. It's just so like good. It, and you can even download the Japanese... Um, pack so you don't even have to listen to it in english if you don't want to you can actually just have the traditional one with english subtitles which is the only way to do that's good um yeah so good mate you just seriously need to get onto it i can't believe that came out three years ago well technically it came out like 10 years ago didn't it it was a ps3 game persona 5 wasn't no persona 5 is a is a brand new one i thought i thought thought, uh, persona 5 was no no, Persona 4 was. Persona 4 was. Persona 3, I think, came out on like, the, the, the original beta over in Japan or something. And then got no, released. it was released on the PlayStation 3 in Japan in September 2000 and 2016, apparently. Persona 5? Yeah. yeah, Persona right. 5 came out on a PS3. Third days. But yeah. yeah, still. But anyway, uh, yeah, not, not over here. So, yeah. No. That's while we're podding, just bid on it. Fair enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely mm. the game of the year. If that was yeah. one of the games of that generation, if Shenmue 3 hadn't come out, 
I would say that was the, the PlayStation's fourth best game I yeah. played. This, speaking of, of weird Japanese games, so you know about um, Nier or Automata, is it? Yeah, like that, I don't know what you're going to say about. They finally, finally yeah, the last. <laughs> so what, what's his name? Yokitaro Yoki or something like that? Um, mm. the, the creator and director of it, and he did Guard and a bunch of other weird, weird, weird games. Um, yeah, he, he he a long time ago said there's there's a, so many Easter eggs in this game, and he wouldn't tell anyone anything about them. He just said they're there, go and find them. And finally, what five six years after that game originally came out, maybe four or five, um, the final one's been discovered, um, and all it, and, and it basically is just a cheat very on early on in the game where you skip the entire story and suddenly you've completed the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's just meant to put the, the how long it took the guy to actually yeah, find it absolutely I'm it's not like surprised. three and a half years or something yeah. of <laughs> literally backwards code right reverse engineering code the code yeah so well, there's, like, appar- there's apparently one, one easter egg in it where you have to get to a certain place and jump 50 times so like how does someone accidentally do that yeah it's just <laughs> the odds of someone standing in just the right place and just, I don't know, chatting on the phone or something while they're pressing the X button, you know, while he's just jumping and saying, oh, well, so I'm, I'm, my character's invincible. Just what? Yeah, it is very, very bizarre. Yeah. This guy sounds like he, he just sets out to out Kojima Kojima. Yeah. And that's quite a difficult thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I was reading about this, like some of his, his, some of the other games, there's, there's apparently the near games are a spin-off of one of the endings of uh, Drakengard, and it's an ending where suddenly a bunch of monster babies start raining out of the sky, and then all of the um, everyone on the the planet gets killed. Um, and then it's these robots come along, and that's how it spins off into this new game. I'm probably not remotely doing it justice, but the the hmm. raining, raining demon babies was was enough when I read that. I was like, okay, interesting. I mean, that should have technically been the name of the the game itself. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> raining demon babies. Raining we go, demon babies. Buy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's pretty insane to be mm. fair. Like, Fair play. It's, it's the games that I've had. I've had Automata on my um, on my PlayStation for for years, mm-hmm. and I've just never touched it. I've not even so much as installed it. No, <laughs> I've just had it. And I'm like, I should technically play it, but yeah, I know someone who's really like it's, it's one of their absolute favorite games, and they've never shut up about it. And it, it's always intrigued me, but I don't I don't know enough about it to. To jump into it it's the same as mike mike's got something like six of the 14 endings or something for it so he's actually played through the game six times because he was like it's just it's that good i was like mm. really just could you be oh, like i was about to say how do you have the time but obviously we just figured out in the, the beginning part of this podcast he literally does nothing else apart from playing games <laughs> but mm-hmm. like how do you have the time to complete one game six times like, <laughs> yeah start to finish back to back continuously mm-hmm. it's just just insane like there's too many games out there to warrant that, that. yeah it, 
It depends how long that's over. I, I just, there's something very comforting about, I don't know, sitting down and playing Broken Sword for the 14th time and completing it again. I just, that, that sort of thing. I, I just, well, Golden Sun, like the amount of times that I've played through every single one of those, so all three of them to completion, one after the other. Just, just I just love it. I absolutely love starting these games again. I don't get bored of them. It's bizarre. I think if if they if they had the head screwed on right, Camelot, mm. I think what they should do is port them all to the Switch, mm-hmm. but redo them for the Switch. Not just be like, oh, here we go. Just like from the ground up, do a proper yeah. rebuild. Yeah, because that would make you buy a Switch a straight away. I would. And if they if they if they yeah, need to sell one more so, so, yeah. to get to their annual sales figures, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I will buy it. <laughs> it would be it's the just... same for like say Skies of Arcadia. Give me Skies of Arcadia. I, I mean, don't I wish understand was... how that that has not come over. No, just it blows my mind. On the GameCube, so just not bothered. I could I could buy a Wii for like a tenner or something like that and then I could play it on that because I've got it I've got the GameCube version but I tried um, to be fair when I had that on the GameCube um, or it might have been on the Wii I played it um, they added loads of extra stuff in it was like a legendary edition or legacy edition or something like that Um, and I did an extra boss like an optional boss that they'd added in way 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 too early but I saved in completely the one time that Auto save has, has screwed me over like it repeatedly screws you over, Reg. With <laughs> this game, because this boss was absolutely impossible, and I've just I just couldn't carry on. I can't, couldn't carry on at all. And I was probably only about a third of the way through the game. Never even got my island. One in my island fortress again. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, such a good game. Such an amazing Goodness. game. My um my Wii's in the loft. If you want me to post that along with the uh, with the Witch Three. Don't worry about it, Reg. Don't worry. <laughs> you can play Sky's Market Age again because it yeah. is that damn good. It is. It is very good. And I, very I also got round to watching the Sonic film. All right. Um, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. It, that, right. That's, that noise is, is enough. I, 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 was, I was hoping you weren't going to say it was terrible. It was the worst thing I've ever seen because I didn't think it was. I'm not saying it was good. It just no, wasn't, it wasn't this bad. Is, this is my issue, right? Is that everyone has been praising the Sonic film for bringing a really good video game to film. Mm, that's again, and saying, like, like, how good it is. And I was like, huh. Because the shit show that was the original trailers and the yeah. original design of Sonic screamed differently. And yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll, at some point, I'll give it a shot. And obviously, we've got Sky Cinema. So it was on Sky Cinema, so I was like, Oliver will probably like this because it's got a CGI blue hedgehog that's going yeah. really fast. Um, so we, we stuck it on, and he stuck with it for like a good like 45 minutes of it. Um, and then he was like, is it going to get any better, Dad? And I was like, I have no idea, mate. And he was like, I'm just going to go play with the turtles instead. I was like, you go do that, mate. Um, and I carried on watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, it's... It could be anything else if they just renamed the hedgehog to like yeah. Alfred. <laughs> apart from the apart from the end part where Tails pops through the little portal thing. Yeah. Or the little like Knuckles Ugandan clan. Exactly. Like 
apart from this, you think it's genuinely like Dr. Robotnik isn't really Dr. Robotnik now in it the entire way through. Like his actual ship, I thought they could at least made the way he is fucking iconic ship. Mm-hmm. But they're like, nah, we'll make it look like a plane. Like he loves planes. Like, yeah. D- does he? <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, and the does, like, the, the, the best... rings could have been anything else as well, and they could have yeah. just been completely re. Because the, the were portals, they weren't mm-hmm. rings, which yeah. is weird. Like the best part of the entire film was seeing Shen Hu at the Sega entrance. That that was, you know, that could have made it the game, the film of the year. <laughs> but then they actually put the Sonic film in that, and it was it was all right. It was just it wasn't what I thought it was going to be because everyone was going on about how good it was. I think it was just the internet loved that they won. They thought, like, look what we made them do. But, you know, they completely changed this film. What I'm curious about, and I think I I said it after I I watched it at the cinema, like, what was Tails going to look like? Mm. Before they did the redesign of, of Sonic, before they, you know, they changed him from being kind of creepily realistic um yeah what was tail gonna look like at the time fantastic mr fox but was that extra tail. oh okay right that's fair enough if they want to get wes anderson and roald dahl involved i'm all for that or the fucking weird mr fox dude from peter rabbit i can't remember his name right. i don't like that no. um but yeah that but <laughs> i don't know it's just no it it would have been shit, but Tails looked pretty cool. I actually yeah, liked the look of he Tails. Yeah. In that and I think the sequel could be really good if the now gone like, right, okay, look, you know you know the law. We're actually going to the mushroom world now, you know, we've got Tails in here. It's like we could go to because you you're showing us the fucking Green mm-hmm. Hills zone. You're showing yeah. us everything. And I was like, Oh my god, like this could be good. And then straight away, you know, ring then the actual earth and i was like right just go over there go over there and just have a really fun fucking frolicky family good film where it's got loads of video game references in it from like the robots and all the shits dr robotnik's now gone mental mm-hmm. so result sonic has proven now he's got his red sneakers and he can go fast yeah tails is here we've got knuckles and the the, the sub the, the tagline for it is um do you know the way Exactly. So it, yeah, it's it's sorted. Yeah. So there you go. There you go, Sonic people. I've created your script. Go. Yep. And and also, early on in the film, introduce uh, Amy Rose, and then very quickly kill her off. Yeah. And but, then that's fine. But also bring Big the Cat in at some point, and no. then just have him take over the entire movie. Have it turn <laughs> onto like uh, Big the Cat goes goes fishing um and yeah it's just all about how he's trying to find maybe he's got this vendetta again this this giant fish in a lake um and he needs to catch it just to prove his dead father right that he has the skills to catch this gigantic fish so um can I stop you right there okay because just just know you know before i was saying about how much i i disliked super mario 64 okay there's only one of the 3D platformer I detested more. <laughs> Sonic that, my friend, Adventure. Sonic Adventure. Okay, fair enough. That that is the most overrated fucking 3D platformer of all time ever. 
Fair enough. How everyone's like, oh, Sonic Adventure's amazing. They all go downhill from there. Like, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know whether anyone did. Because they get worse. It, it is downhill from there. No, actually, Sonic Adventure 2 was better than Sonic Adventure 1. But regardless of that, they are. it is very much downhill. But they were at the very bottom of a very short... Yeah. Hit, so. I mean, like, I love the Dreamcast, and I will, I will, that's the hill I will die yeah. on defending oh, that. Absolutely. But genuinely, like, you just know Sonic Adventure was fucking awful. The controls were wank. The camera was awful. The, mm-hmm. Just the only, only redeeming slightly thing of it was how much the Tails theme tune, whenever he popped up, really pissed Dave off the stage where he point blank refused to play it. Which was a I gotta fly high, and it just like has a really awful like woman singing this horrendous song about how tails can take flight. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't use his tails; he uses a fucking plane. Yeah, just <laughs> you know, wow. they're trying to make it a little bit more realistic. Just no, like I know before people, if anyone is going to comment on this, be like, but he uses it in Sonic Three. Yeah, I know that, <laughs> but that's beside the point. He still flies in that. So, you know, go fuck yourself. In this, he's just a side character in Sonic Adventure. Where he's like, I'm not going to play take part. I'm just going to fly an aeroplane. I'm miles per hour. Douche. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry. No, no. This was going to be a really okay. fun podcast on it, but I've just turned it, it into is. just Reg's, Reg's rose-tinted rage. <laughs> yeah. But no. Well, anyway. That I mean, was... obviously, if you had time to watch the Sonic movie, you had time to watch, um, well, probably not Wonder Woman because it's you'd have to go to the cinema to see that and you're in Wales, so that's not possible. Um, but at, at the very least, you've watched Soul on Disney+. Um, Plus. You know what I have watched on Disney+, Plus? Toy Story, Toy Story 2, <laughs> okay. 3, 4, the shorts, and mm-hmm. now PJ Masks repeatedly. Okay, so, you know, you were saying how, um, you know, why replay a game so many times when you've got so many other great games you can sit and play? Mm. You're going to sit and rewatch the entire Toy Story franchise again when you've got so much good content that you can sit out there and watch. Okay, right. When it's Oh, allowed... wait, you've got a child, haven't you? Yeah, I said, when, oh, when, yeah. Uh, when... When it's actually allowed, you come over here and you say to Oliver, what would you like to watch when Disney Plus is on? Okay. I guarantee you, you will not get a new film. <laughs> you will get the Toy Stories, either Mickey and the Rose and Racers or PJ Masks. Only things he wants to watch. So, yeah. I've seen, I've like, I really want to watch Soul because like, loads of people are saying it's good. It's like really good really good so i'm very intrigued by it but i still need to watch onward i've watched like 10 minutes of onward and then oliver lost interest and was like i know this looks like it's going to be good dad but have you seen this giant turtle i've got to play with and i'm like oh, let's play turtles again so i don't have to stop watching them and play turtles but you know i wouldn't have it any other way because it's just so much fun but anyway so mm. yes have you watched it I take it <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I I thought that you know ninety percent of the country sat and watched Soul on Christmas Day from the stats I've been hearing. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently it was like one of the if one of the biggest uh, sort of streaming events to happen in the last twelve months. 
because wow. it's probably it probably is the first huge film like that people would have absolutely gone to the cinema to see if they could that's suddenly been available for free you know mm-hmm. not having to pay the extra and most i know they added something some ridiculous amount of um subscriptions to disney plus over christmas yeah, uh, and that that's the thing, it's because like with fucking Mulan, they were like, Yeah, okay, we're gonna release it straight to Disney yeah, Plus. But also give well, us thirty dollars. But yeah, give us thirty dollars or mm-hmm. fucking nineteen quid or whatever it was yeah. in English money to be like. It almost makes you feel it. feel bad like they they've gone, you know, uh, pick Pixar, you don't need that money, it's fine. You know, yeah. but our own film, Disney Disney straight our own film will charge for. It almost you know, sort of, you know, devalues it's a bit it. Of an I mean, insult, they put, isn't it. Yeah, they put I mean, I'm sure it doesn't matter to them. I don't think it it, it matters to Pixar's pockets because it's all the same company in the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but it's like Onward in the States, they um, obviously it got released and then it was in the cinemas for about two weeks and then everything had to close and Disney just went, you know what, here it is and put it straight onto Disney+. Plus. Whereas over here, they released it um, as a premium, um, you know, um, premium rental or whatever. It was something like £10 to rent the the film um so it's not like it's the first time they've done it but to just go straight in and go it's not even coming out of the cinema in, in a lot of places here it is was uh was good and it it didn't feel like a um you know a sort of a an, a film that wasn't big enough to come out of the cinema i absolutely if i'd have seen that at the cinema i would have gone at brilliant classic pixar just just what you expect very very much like um you've seen inside out right yes you know similar at least what you expect from the film is similar to inside out in that respect like the the soul stuff that you see in the trailer so basic gist of it guys sort of having the best day of his life because he's a jazz musician and he's just got a big break to to be a, a pianist for some big famous jazz singer and then he dies and then it's all about him going. I'm, I shouldn't be dead. I'm not going to heaven. I'm, you know, and and a, an adventure ensues where he gets a little annoying sidekick and whatever. Um, I don't want to go any that much further and ruin it. But what I will say is, it's really impressive in a, in the age where you watch a trailer and know every single thing about a film. Um, but good example, Wonder Woman eighty four or whatever it's called, eighty mm. something. Um, you, you knew just by watching the trailer of that film exactly what what it's all about. There's there's very few surprises in it. Whereas oh, this, okay. all they've really shown you is stuff from maybe the first fifteen to twenty minutes, um, oh, nice. and it makes it look like this is going to be the film. He dies, and then suddenly he's he's this soul, and it's it's him running around the you know the soul world or whatever. But it's not, that's still, that probably is only maybe the first 20 to 30 minutes. And then something else happens. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it because you haven't seen it. But the film takes this whole other turn. And then for the next maybe 45 minutes, at least probably another, the next 50% of the film, it's this other setup that you didn't really know about. Or you might have had ruined by now by memes and stuff like that on the internet, but maybe not. Mm. Um, but it's good. It's it had a lot of heart. Proper Pixar, you know, pulls at the heartstrings a bit. Not it wasn't like a. I didn't find find that it was a you know a crying your eyes out a sort of film, like some of them are. But it was very very good. Really well done. Good cast. 
Yeah, yeah see, well, I have heard I've heard a lot of people that when I watched it were like, it brought me to tears. Like I'm part of like a load of different dad groups and stuff on Facebook and everyone's like, Oh my god, like the kids got bored of it, but I loved it and I even cried. Like, yeah, well it's right. it it is probably their least kid film. And that's purely based on the fact I think if it was entirely those, you know, the little blue green uh fuzzy souls that you see in the trailer, mm. if it was them, maybe the kids would, you know, would be really interested in it. But like I say, a lot of it then isn't. It, it almost could have been a live action film that was then CGI when you you, you were, you know, they were the souls. And then, you know, uh, again, I don't want to go yeah, 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 too much. No. <laughs> but that, that would have worked. The, a lot of it didn't need to be CGI. So that was kind of one of the interesting mm-hmm. things about it, I thought. <laughs> but well worth seeing. And then obviously, Americans also on Christmas Day got Wonder Woman 84. Is it 84? 84. 84, yeah. Um, and I went to the cinema to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. And I came out of it, and all I had to say was, that was so, so stupid. It was such a stupid story. Oh. It was a m- mostly entertaining film. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's one of those. I was there for two hours mostly entertaining didn't really get majorly bored but the story is so stupid <laughs> it's just it's that that it's just so bad in that respect and i don't feel like it was any better or worse than the first one because the first one had its big problems but it's almost because it was a it was um you know released on the tv technically in the states that i think a lot of the internet and a lot of people are really slating it and ripping it apart but i don't understand why people didn't like it as much as they supposedly like the first one i don't think it like i said i don't think it was any better or worse but it was just a really stupid point in the story so, yeah see i've i mean i've that's all i've heard i've only heard people say it's it's nowhere near as good as the first mm. um and the thing is i <clears throat> Thinking about it, like when we came out of watching Wonder Woman, yeah. the first one, I was like, I'm genuinely surprised. That was that was That's really right. good, apart from yeah. the end fight. Yeah, that was yeah. a really good film. Um, at least the best of the, the DC had to offer, mm. which I know isn't hard, but... Well, you know, Patty Jenkins perfect. has come out and said, yeah, I loved everything about that first film, except for the fight scene they made me put in at the end, because they wanted a big fight scene in the, <laughs> in the third act. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so it goes yeah. to show, doesn't it? But um, exactly. yeah, the the more the more I've been talking about it because it was on the first one was on TV over here mm-hmm. um, over Christmas, and Ash's um, folks watched it and they're talking about it. I was like, oh yeah, I really liked that, and I was like, oh no, and then it had that issue where yeah. we talked about films thinking about like, it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It wasn't. You know what? I think it was just because we literally came out of like Batman v Superman, then Justice League. And then we we're like, we just we need something to redeem DC, and we're like, that's it, because it was quite entertaining. And then now we're away from it. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. It was all right. wasn't wasn't great. The, the thing about the DC films I hate is how there's just no consequences to everything. That anything they do, it just doesn't matter. You could you could, uh, I mean, all, all the huge fights and huge explosions at the end, and you look at something like. Um, was it in Batman versus Superman where they're fighting through the no 
No, it wouldn't have been that. It would have been Man of Steel. Yeah, where there's the massive fight through the city and all the um, all the buildings are getting knocked down and mm. you're like, there's a lot of people dying here. Yeah. But they're not even, no one's even batting an eyelid. Uh, and the same, you know, in, in Wonder Woman, they huge explosions on this army base or whatever. And yeah, never mind. You know, there's a fight. That's the end of it. Let's move on. This is the same. The, the, the gist of it is that there's this stone that can grant wishes. Um, and then this guy gets hold of it. The, the, I think, it, it, who's the guy who's the man who plays the Mandalorian? It's the same guy, right? Oh, uh, right, okay. Fair enough. I'm pretty I, sure it is. Pretty sure it's the me, same actor. I can't. Uh, Pedro Pascal. That's him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, he, um, he, he gets hold of it. And he's um, basically he he just wants to be the the most successful man in the world. He just he wants to run everything, run the country, run the world. Um, not particularly for bad things, just because he he wants to prove that he can be amazing. Um, so he gets hold of the stone and he goes around granting everyone's wishes. Um, and as it goes through through the film all these things start to go wrong with the world because, you know, there's always the downside to the wishes. It's like the monkey's paw in The Simpsons, mm. well, just in general. Um, <laughs> but there's so many huge things where, like, there's riots, there's countries are falling apart, there's this um, this town in, I think it was in Egypt, that this gigantic wall appears out the ground and, um, and uh, surrounds the entire city, um, knocks hundreds of buildings down, so much destruction and death and then and towards the end of the film he manages to grant pretty much everyone in the world's wishes so the the entire planet is falling apart but he managed he manages to stop it all um you know everyone's happy at the end it's like oh there you go that happened wow. and, like it's just you look at something like i hate that I'll, I'll i keep comparing and i've done this over the over the years comparing it to any of the marvel films mm-hmm. but there always seems to be consequences for the actions in the marvel films yeah you know if there's a lot of people die then pretty much the next film there'll be something huge going on there'll be you know look at civil war the entire premise of that film is because they um they the the the, the bit where the you know in um in age of ultron when they he, he takes off an entire town and crashes it back into the ground and all these people have to get rescued but loads of people died they're like right look we need to do something about this yeah. there's nothing like that in any of the Warner Brothers um, DC films and it just yeah, bugs me <laughs> I know it's a film it doesn't have to be realistic you know we just spent 15 minutes talking about a film where a guy dies and then his, his soul has to get you know escape from trying to get into heaven and so like it's not realistic I don't care though. No. <laughs> That's fine. That's a cartoon. This is, this, I don't know, something bugs me about it. That's it, because they are literally, they're, they're bringing comic book characters like, so you're allowed to be mental, you know, you're, you're you, allowed yeah, to. Yeah, you are. You exactly. Don't. You know, the comics, it's just different. That's why a lot of stuff, they never directly adapt the comics, like exactly as it was, because comics, you can you can afford to be weird and. And, you know, and just all these different bizarre storylines that, that just wouldn't work in a, in a live-action film. Speaking of which, I am um, 
on season two, episode five, I think, of The Boys. Oh, okay, well done. Finally getting around to You've only got three left, four left. Uh, yeah, that's that's really good. Good. I'm glad it's you're not, enjoying it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit like, because mm, I, I, I was really enjoying the first season and I heard mixed about season two, but yeah, season two is just as good as season one so far. The only thing that's doing me adding, um, but I know the, the reason for it and stuff anyway, um, is what's the name of the new girl, the, electric, uh, the Storm. Storm. Oh, Stormfront. Yeah, Stormfront. Yeah, no, I mean, you've got but, she, yeah. there'd be no I, series without, without no, her. No, I was going to say, I, I, I know the reason why she's, she's there and stuff, but I'm just like, oh, right, okay, yeah, but... And she's supposed, I think you're supposed to have pretty strong feelings towards her one way or another. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, don't, just yeah. stick oh, no, I, I know I know you wouldn't mean. give up I know yeah, absolutely. I know why she is doing like why they brought her in and what's going on so yeah but it's just yeah they, all I can say is they've done it really well because I do fucking hate her <laughs> <laughs> and then, like you said they, they want to do it one way or the other way like she's really good or exactly. god just kill her and yeah I'm on that bit of like come on Homelander I don't like you but can you just just snap her neck do something <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. really good, and I like the way it strays little bits and pieces away from the comic, from the graphic novel and stuff. But it's still yeah. got heart heart in there. Exactly, exactly. It's it's got it touches enough on the bits from the comics that you're you're like um you know like oh it's that bit it's that bit great and they're going to do that or oh, I wonder if this is coming up next. But if they like, have you read all the comic? Did you? I get... got up to I think the last one I need. The last. Oh, okay. Cool. Bit. See. You got to the point where they actually explain why Mother's Milk is called Mother's Milk. MM is called yeah. MM. <laughs> like, to, to explain for people at home, literally, his mom is this giant, huge monster of a woman who he has to have her breast milk, otherwise he'll die, basically. It gives him his superpowers, um, and if he doesn't get it, then he'll completely waste away. It's It's all sorts of wrong in the comics. Yeah, if they did that in a TV show, in any live action, it just would not work. It would just be too weird. So they're very good at just going, right, okay, let's take this. Let's keep that. Get rid of that. That's not going to work. Same reason that, that Watchmen, the film Watchmen, I think worked so much better with them taking the giant um, interdimensional space squid out of the storyline. <laughs> And people are like, oh, I can't believe you changed it. It ruined it. It didn't. It would have ruined it if suddenly this gigantic octopus had turned up in New York City. They they, yeah. they, they went with something that they probably should have done in the comics. It, it worked <laughs> so well, what they, what they changed. It. And it's the, same, it's the same with that, you know. It's picking and choosing what works and what doesn't work. And there's t- two completely different art forms. They need different sort of levels of storyline. DC Warner Brothers don't realise that. If you ask me, yeah. <laughs> that is very um, true. We're also we're six episodes into season two of uh, The Mandalorian as well, so we've only got like two left. I think three left, maybe. Cool. Have and you... it's, it's so good. It's it really, really is. good, isn't it? Like, I honestly can't think of another TV show that just oozes the amount of quality that this does. It's incredible so so well done yeah it's just it's all the nice little touches and stuff to it like I was, when it started i was like 
is it literally just going to be him babysitting a fucking little baby all the way through yeah. this? If it is, then I don't think you're going to be interested. And then I'm like, done it, like boxed it all off, and I was like, damn. Yeah, and the <laughs> like, the thing damn. about the the child as well. Yeah, I I thought, oh, this is this is just overdone now. I've seen so much of this character that when I actually watch the show, he's going to really annoy me. But it's just just perfect, just the right level of, you know, like, oh, he's so funny, oh, he's so cute, but not over the top. It's it's amazing. It's I so was, well done. I was watching one of them. I think you've seen it anyway with the, mm. um, you know, his gear stick. And yeah, that's literally the one we just watched. That's the one yeah. with uh, Ashoka Tana. Oh, my God, how fucking good is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that the the gear stick bit when when Mandalorian's like, no, no, you can't have that. Yeah. Okay, you can have that. And, and I was watching. I was just like, this is me and Oliver. And Oliver's just like, <laughs> and he shows us. Oh, see, see, he like, worked oh. with you on another level. <laughs> oh damn it! So I completely into that moment onwards. I was like, protect the child. <laughs> but, yeah. When he's eating the eggs, the um, the frog <laughs> lady's eggs, things like that. It's just, it's just great. It's just really well done. I don't know how they've managed to, to make this, you know, amazingly cute character not be annoying after like whatever we're on sixteen episodes. Well, that's it, and it made me go. I might want to watch the Clone Wars just so I can see what that chick's about. Mm. Is like Rosario Dawson or yeah, Rosario Dawson? Yeah, she yeah, she plays um, Ahsoka really, really well. Mm. Like really well. Um. And I was just like, wow. I was like, that, and Paul was saying, um, he was like, that's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. And he was like, if you, if you watch yeah, her the show, like, her thing's amazing. So I watched like some 10 minute thing on YouTube of like her legacy or something it's called. Mm. I was like, oh, oh, damn, that's dark. Oh, damn. Oh, damn, that's good. Oh, that's a good fight. And I was like, I might need to watch the Clone Wars. Yeah. But I can't be asked watching all seven series of stuff. No, that's the problem. Although I suppose they're only like half hour episodes, 20, 20 minute episodes. Yeah, that's yeah. still a lot though. Yeah. That's that's the annoying thing about The Mandalorian, how short some episodes are. Yeah, it's like, I, I get it's their streaming service, so they can put out whatever the fuck yeah, they it want. Doesn't matter. So they have they to know. rely on exactly. anyone's rules. But when one exactly. episode's like, an hour and ten, and then you're the ones that like just yeah, exactly. Make up your fucking mind, and it's always yeah. the, the thirty-four minute ones that are fucking like just non-stop. Yeah, just like you just, just just give me a bit of a breather and just, just let me like. Crack up. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's it was phenomenal. Like, um, um, I I can't even say because you've not finished yet. When you finish, we'll text yeah. me because we won't oh. wait till the we'll have a chat and then we'll talk about it on the bottom um, anyway. I am just, I'm waiting to find out whether, um, just in case people haven't watched it, no spoilers, but I'm waiting to see whether the person that you saw at the end of the first episode of season two is who you think it is. Person you've seen at the end of episode one on season two. Yeah, he's carrying around some guy's helmet in this. Oh, right, okay. And you you saw the person who this helmet may belong to. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, I, but it could, I, not, but not, it not, might not be him because you know it could be like a a clone of his. I'm I'm only saying or, yeah. I'm not saying yeah to the character. I'm saying yeah. I no, know who you're on about. You understand? Now. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah. That one. So I'm waiting for that to come back. Anyway, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't think you've got long. 
No, well, I think we've only got like two, three episodes left. Yeah. Well, what the other, the other thing about it though, it seems like a very small galaxy, because he keeps visiting the same planets. <laughs> I know it's great going. Yeah. Oh, great! It's that character again. You know that, like the um, I forget what his name is, but the guy out the first, the first episode who came back in, uh, you know, towards the end of the it first season as well. Yeah. I, um... I have. I have spoken, sort of that guy or whatever. Oh right, yeah. I thought Think you were things like, that. I was like, oh great, he's back. And then the woman that fixes his ship, she's great, you know. Stuff like that. Back the um, the I'm actually no, I can't say because you haven't seen that episode yet. So okay. sorry. All right. Anyway, anyway, and are they doing um, what's what's her name, Cara 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 Dune? Yeah, is she getting her own show? Yes. Right. Cool. Yes, but I don't know if it's a. A prequel or a sequel no. or what they're oh, doing? It's got to be a sequel because she's just been handed a, um, you know, uh, a Rebel Alliance badge or whatever. Said, you know, we could we could use your help. Yeah, just just wait. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. But no. <laughs> no all right, all right. However, but it it just be it'll be interesting because to see how she got to where she is because her yeah, she has true. a bit of a they keep bringing a mini story. Into it. story. Yeah, in like the last episode. Oh, okay. Uh, so I think that obviously trying to tee up ready for her spin-off show. Rough. But the way they end it, it's like, oh, it could either be she goes off to do something, or it could be like, well, how did that happen in the first place? Okay. Like, well, we'll take this to show you. So they've, yeah. they've done it quite cleverly in that aspect. Nice. Um, and that's why I'm intrigued about Ahsoka and what her show is going to be and mm. and whatnot like how are they doing that because apparently her she might be dead she might not be dead in like this after the mandalorian season right, okay. so her timeline is different than everyone else's or it shows up some bullshit i read okay. that much about it i'm right. like is she alive in the clone wars and then she's dead in the rebels or whatever it's called the next one or whatnot clone wars so, set after I can't this. remember if it Clone Wars is set after. Must no, be it's got to be before. Is, yeah, the Clone Wars is set before Mandalorian, but Rebels is set, I think, during the ending of this Mandalorian. Something oh, like that, it, where it, there's, it, there's, it there's the crossover of it. Where <laughs> okay. Something happens. If Dave was on, uh, Dave would be able to tell you all of this. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next time. But, yeah, yeah, I can't. Warning. I'm just excited. Next episode. We may talk about The Mandalorian and Star Wars in general with spoilers. So if you're not up to date, get Disney Plus and watch all 16 episodes. Yes. One day along. I'm, I'm hoping that you've not had the last episode ruined for you. Um, yeah, kind of. Right, okay. I know who's in it. So Right, okay. I, unfortunately, I won't get that moment of, whoa. Yeah. But that's my I... fault for not watching it months ago. Yeah, I was quite quite lucky. The, the last episode only aired like about two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, um, but to not, you know, get up to date with it. So I was just like, uh, I was, what was I doing? I was wrapping presents and I was like, I'll stick it on and watch it. And yeah. then it was just like watching the thing and I was like, oh, nice. And I was like, hang on. What? And had that moment of like wanting to text me dad to be like, hurry up and fucking finish Mandalorian <laughs> season two. <laughs> Um, but okay. he's he's on like episode five of season one and he's like I'm not getting into it and I was like you love Star Wars he's like I know but it seems to be really like 
I think it's his TV, which is the major issue, because he's like, everything's dead dark. Oh, okay. Just move up the brightness, and he's like, yeah, there's just something about it I can't put my finger on. And I'm like, oh. just keep with it. And he's like, are the Jedi's in it? And I'm like, just, just stick with it. You'll see lightsabers at some point. Just yeah. stick with it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let you get off and play Luigi's Mansion in a sec, but... um. The um, t- there's two little things that have come out in the last couple of days about Sega. Have you seen their new? Um, obviously, they're releasing the Game Gear Micro, aren't they? But have you seen yeah. their new um, home arcade system? No. So it's a mini. I don't know whether you see them very much over here. I suppose if you went to like the arcade club and stuff like some of the big arcade places around the UK, you'd see them. But there's a very generic Sega arcade cabinet that you see in in Japanese arcades. Um, and they'll have dozens of them all playing the same sort of game. And rather than having a different arcade cabinet each time, they can just load different games on them. Um, probably you probably played Street Fighter on one at some point in some arcade somewhere. Um, so basically, they made a little mini at-home version of this. Um, it, it doesn't have like the main thing. It looks like um, you know the old Asteroid game. It used to be that little. The little screen looked like an old CRT monitor and then a little joystick and it would sit flat on the table. Mm. Looks like that. Um, so it looks like the arcade cabinet with the whole bottom cut off. You can all you can unplug the um, the, the, the joy, joystick and, um, and buttons so you can use it separately. You can plug in another one so you can do two-player and you can also buy um, a base for it so it'll sit on it and look like a proper arcade cabinet. A little sign that goes on the top and you also get a little miniature stool so you can set it up as a little display so it'll look just like a proper arcade cabinet. Looks oh, amazing. Looks so good. Um, and it's got, like, Virtual Fighter on it and a, a bunch of other games. It looks re- This has got really good lineup. Whether it comes over here, probably not, but, yeah, it's about, it works out about £90, which, for what you get, doesn't look that bad. But, anyway, at the minute, it's Japan only. Um, but then the other thing is they have decided they're pulling out of the arcade business in japan altogether so um there's this there tends to be two or three um big chains in japan you've got sega arcades you've got um one called adore and then you've got namco uh, namco stays namco's over here as well aren't there but um mm. they're the three biggies there's a bunch of others but they're the three that you'll see really commonly and probably about 30 40 percent of them are sega centers um but Basically, all Sega centers are going to be um, closing down or, or getting sold, and hopefully other companies will step in. But somewhere like Akihabara alone, there's three Sega centers on that one street, wow. um, and potentially, potentially all going unless someone buys them. Um, but they released a, like a, a tweet um, announcing that they're retiring from from the arcade business. But it was it's hilarious. So if, if you have a look, if you go to um, uh, where is it? Sega underscore ent. Sega underscore ent. You can see the tweet and you can get it translated. But basically, they've written it like a member of an idol group is um, is graduating, so someone's leaving, uh, <laughs> and it's it's, just, it's perfect for for Japan. It just works so well. So it's all about like you know. Sorry to make this announcement, but I'm leaving the group as of this date, and these are my reasons and stuff. But it's 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 a business. It's so bizarre. 
I can say I'm looking forward to this new part of my journey. Thanks to the support of the other members of the group, our staff, and all of my fans. (laughs) That's insane. I love it. Right. Well, well. time to get back to uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 then. It is indeed. Dishes Mm -hmm. are done. Ready to play. Although I have been up since like four this morning, so maybe an early night might be a good idea. Well, you know what? An hour. I'll have an hour of Luigi's Mansion 3 with the wife. There you go. Because I think she's beginning to tear off with Mario Galaxy as we're playing all I can, as we're talking all I can hear is <laughs> and then he's shaking the stuff. So yeah, that's been an interesting one if the switch is still alive by the time we actually get to this. Oh, just a quick one before we, we do go. Apparently the um, Star Wars The High Republic show which right. they teased that this thing has now got a, uh, an actual trailer. Oh, no way. Interesting. So, yeah, so that's got an actual trailer to show. Um, I have no idea what it is, but it's apparently it's set 200 years before the Skywalker saga. Yeah, well, this is the... the um three the phases. Comic series or a book series. Oh, no, so that's what this is for. This isn't about the... Um, this isn't about the TV show. This is about the, the, the comic or the book series. Um, um, yeah. by the looks of it I think it does yeah. say the adventure begins now I'll purchase your copy yeah, Luke's so film like publishing uh, New yeah. Era Star Wars storytelling centuries before the Skywalker saga um, an interconnected mega story told across books comics and magazines there you go yeah uh, there is a um, there's a series trailer as well new books announced multiple phases planned and a high republic so this Oh, sorry, later on this month, they're going to be doing the actual trailer. But apparently there is an actual trailer show being debuted recently for the uh, High Republic one. I don't know. We'll have to have a look into this before we start talking about it, really. <laughs> as this just randomly came up on Twitter. Just happened. Um, I'm like, oh, what is this? Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Cool. Anywho, right. I suppose I'd better go off and play some of that. Yeah. Sounds good. Right, well, I'll tell you what. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with right, you. It's been all right, isn't it? all right. It has indeed. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for for joining me. And I uh, hope the three weeks, two and a half weeks we had off was uh, was useful. It felt right. weird, if I'm honest. Did it? Yeah. I don't think I like that. We shouldn't do that again. Okay, fine. No more Christmas D&D episodes to... Fill up our. Oh no! Our it's just by by the time we hit like this year's Christmas, I think we're going to be because this has been such a brand new style pod. Mm. I think we're finally going to smash it, so we'll be able to employ someone to edit. So maybe the Christmas D and D pod, but we can still do a normal pod as well. So, I see. Yeah, we'll Got it. Right. So well, we'll be good. Right. I will let you go, and um, and you can get up nice and early tomorrow and stick Witcher Three in the mail for me. Well, do. Do you want to go with the um, with the Wii as well? Don't worry about the Wii. The Wii involves you going to a post office, I would imagine. I will only I will only allow you to to do this if if it means you literally just have to walk up to a letter box and put the item yeah in. I've even got one at like not even at the end of my road it's like three quarters <laughs> okay. right down the street so right. and I've got envelopes and jiffies and stuff so fair enough all oh, right. good I'll allow that I'll do that just I, I I can't remember your full post going and stuff so you'll have to just text me I will do alright babe alright alright see you later see you later alamigators thanks for listening everyone 
Hi, next happy week. year. Hope it's a good one for you all. Yeah, I was just Love I was ending luck. this like I was getting off the phone to you, Reg. But all right, see you later. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, wait, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast, mate. It's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.